Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is up, everybody? We are back outside the cage. Your favorite day of the week. My favorite day of the week. We're back with it all. UFC 288 recap. We finally got some clarity in some divisions. A lot of big fights went down. A lot of huge results. We got some other non-UFC news that came out this weekend. Mighty Mouse won the trilogy. We also have, we're back at it again in Charlotte this weekend. Jarzinho Rosenstrike versus Almeida. Fight night. Big heavyweight matchup there. We're going to get into it all. Thank you for joining us. First things first, my brother, how you doing? Doing pretty well. Long day at work, but we off now and we here. So day's about to get a lot better talking some MMA with my brother. Yes, sir. Well, let's get right into it, man. Aljamain Sterling defends the Bantamweight title versus Henry Triple C Cejudo. Kind of, I mean, looking, I guess now, controversial. Um, I kind of didn't have it as controversial as some. I kind of thought it was... No doubt about it. 3-2 Aljo. Yes, close fight, but I thought the three rounds that I had Aljo winning were for sure his rounds. So I had it 3-2 Aljo. Um, I'm surprised the reactions coming out. I did, however, say that I was like, these dudes are going to give it a split decision somehow, but I did have Aljo winning. So what was your reaction to the fight, everything that took place, and how'd you score it? Yeah, man. I mean, great card as a whole. And the main event, dude, I, I agree. 3-2 Aljo. He probably won the first and the second and the fourth. Is what I think it was. Yeah. No, one and three four. One oh yeah, one three four. And then everyone else, a lot of people were saying they thought Henry won. I heard Sugar say yeah. it. I heard Teddy Atlas say it. You know, two people whose fight opinions I respect very highly. Yeah. So I was like, what? I mean, I thought it was kind of obvious that yeah, I thought that Aljo won. I mean, it was close. And you know what was really crazy? The judges' scorecards. Yeah. So, would you agree that, like, the fifth round, Henry definitely won it? Yeah. So, if, yeah, I've seen that. If they won, gave it, if they, if, yeah, Henry, basically, Henry should have won. Yeah, there was a, well, there was, yeah. By that person scores cards, if, if, if he gave Henry the fifth, Henry would have won. Yeah, that is yeah. nuts. I was going to try and get the picture up here, but still, yeah, still working I, out the case with the technology. I was reading as well as, like, a lot of people saying that it was a pro-Henry crowd, so that kind of. If you, you were because I was reading too, like a lot of people that were watching it on TV had Aljo, then a lot of people that were there live in person had Henry, so that kind of could have played a, a part into it. But one thing that I would like Aljo's team, and after the fourth going out to the fifth, was like, hey, like he has to get a finish. So Aljo was kind of like, yeah, he was real, like, ca- uh, real cautious in the fifth, like, didn't press forward, nothing. So I was like, I don't think it's that obvious. Like, I thought it, it was, it could have went either way. Especially because it wasn't like he dominated three or four rounds to where it's like, all right, like that's what I was. That's scary, bro. That's tough. But I mean, they had it. They had it how they how everyone else had it. Them winning those those previous three rounds out of four. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you just it's hard, man. Especially with their style of fighting when when it's a lot of like top position. You don't know how they're gonna score it. How yeah. how they score it. And, like because a lot of rounds, I feel like a lot of rounds, I feel Henry did more work, but Aljo ended the round on top. So the last know, thirty like, seconds, yeah, yeah. So you don't know how they score that. Do they do they take a look at the last four and a half minutes? Or are they going to look like, hey, he was on top the last thirty? Like it's that close? Got to give it to him. So I don't know. In a fight like that, I'm just not telling my guy that. But hey, they did what they did, and I, I it was a great technical fight. Um, I wasn't mad at the fight at all. I think it was a really good fight. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't. I I just think that's that's scary to say that he needs to finish in the fifth, which I definitely think was not the case. But yeah, yeah I mean, all in all, a good night, and then. 
finally the fight ends we get the we get we get the decision we got and then one. the man the myth the legend sugar sean comes in the octagon chills made the night for, by far the best thing of the night when they when they brought sugar in it's official we are getting sugar sean versus aljamain sterling there's the clarity we get we're hoping for boston in august but man like what was your i know you were because i was like i didn't know they were bringing him out so like yeah, as soon as I, they announced the decision i was like bro bring in sugar and they were showing him and i was like bro they're really bringing him in so i, I know i know you were listening. So what were you thinking oh yeah i had remembered hearing sugar say on one of his podcasts that they were probably going to bring him in so that part didn't catch me by surprise i was just excited to see how it unfolded i mean great job by them sugar he could he needs to work a little bit on his live on the mic yeah. he's way better on interviews or on podcasts or on social media which is a huge part of the game now but when he's on the spot sometimes he doesn't come up with the most amazing things but hey that'll get better he's improving everywhere and marab that was pretty hilarious when he took the jacket not gonna lie I didn't see him take the jacket until after like during like live i didn't see that yeah i saw marab standing with his jacket on and my cousin and i started dying and then he went up on the cage and She'll go in over there to get it back. You know, pretty funny thing. Marab's a, I think it's all just great promotion. Then Sugar, on an interview with Ariel today, he said he was uh, actually watching the fight next to Aljo's mom and girlfriend. Oh, really? The whole time. Yeah. So they were just talking. He said, like, they're pretty friendly and stuff. Yeah. No, it's definitely going to be a, it's definitely going to be a cool uh, build up, a good fight. Um, I'm super excited for that one. I think the stylistic, like, matchup is going to be, is going to be super, like, fun to watch super fun to dissect um where do you have that now like i haven't seen anything vegas wise i haven't looked at all but like where would you where would you set the line i'd say i'll i mean based off the fact that aljo has the most wins in bantamweight history and we have seen him against guys somewhat similar to sugar aka Corey sanhagen and we saw what he did to Corey, made very quick work of him so yeah. i think aljo will probably come in as a slight favorite maybe Minus 170, 160, and then yeah, that's why it's big. Uh, I guess yeah. When I think big, I think like 200 or above. Nah, but I guess 170 is big. I mean, what was sugar for Peter? Or Peter was like a minus 300, right? Yeah, Peter was up there. Yeah, so it's definitely not gonna be that. I would probably say Aljo minus 145, 150. I'm hammering sugar ASAP though, the plus money, because that's not going to last. He's a very popular guy. Can how, how does he, can he win the fight? It has to be by knockout, right? Yeah. I just don't think he can stuff those takedowns for five rounds. No one can. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because even Henry and Henry's an elite wrestler and we saw the elite grappling exchanges between the two of them. But I don't think it's about like necessarily stuffing them. Because I, I don't think you could stuff him for five rounds. No one can do that. But, like, can he transition and can he get stuff off his back? That's what's going to be key. Like, can he get up from those? He did with Peter. I know Aljo is a way different animal than Peter on the ground. But Sugar looked good off his back. And I hope he ha- he really has just been training grappling and jujitsu for the yeah, last for sure five has. years, like he said. For sure has. Yeah. I don't know. I like, I like Sugar in it. But I think Aljo should be the favorite. It's going to be an uphill battle for Sean. He knows it. Him and Tim have been in the lab. They've been ready for this. They knew it was going to be Aljo or Henry, and it's pretty similar preparations. So, yeah. And then I just think, I think yeah, he's for sure been training the the heavy grappling. And then I just think he's so much better on the feet, man. That's what's going to be the difference. Like, and I think it's one of those things, like kind of like how Sugar said, like his uh Peter Young moment was the Jose Aldo moment. Like, I think it can be this fight because I think that he has to get him out of there quick. Like he has to start fast. He has to get out of there quick. And like that, we finally got some fucking clarity in this division. We know what's going to happen. We know he's going to fight. We have a, we don't have a, I mean, we have a date, but it's not nothing confirmed yet. I was hoping maybe fucking they were like, let's get it on national fight week, man. That's what I was mm. hoping. Uh, there's no way I'll just trying to fight in two months though. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. So what is, so I know we talked about this Friday and we said that this is going to be the question that we were going to ask where, is Aljo the Bantamweight GOAT? Dude, I mean, he's got a very strong argument for it now. He has the most wins. He's getting up there for title defenses. I still 
It's hard to say because I wasn't witnessing it live, but I think I still have Dominic Cruz over him just because he was the champ for so long. And, yeah, he was injury-plagued and stuff like that. But I don't know. I just think it sounds so stupid to say, but for every fight before this one, you could kind of pick at all of Aljo's wins. And you know what I mean? Pick things out that – are you like, eh, did he really win? So I'm going to say he's not the GOAT yet, but he's definitely in the territory, has a very strong argument for it. But in my opinion, no. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just – it's definitely a lot of, like, recency bias, but I just think, like, we come on here every single week and we talk about this 135 division and how great it is and how many killers they have in this division like and how deep the division is. But yet, Aljo just always continues to win. So it's like, I feel like it's unfair to sit here and say like, this is the best division in the world, so deep and all this. And then you only had one champion for so long. And then mm. it's just like, how can you not give him his flowers for that? Because I don't think the, the division is the deepest it's ever been. It wasn't this, It wasn't this deep for Dominic Cruz. Like Definitely it, just, not. it just wasn't. So I just, I mean, I don't know. I think if you look at the guys that Aljo's beat, definitely better than the guy Dominic Cruz has beat. Yeah, and 100%. That's the guys I mean. that Dominic Cruz has beat, they most of them got mopped, got mopped the floor. They just got whooped yeah. when they fought the guys in this era. Even though, yeah, they were older, but mm, it's tough to say. Yeah. I want to see one more from him. I just really, I respect Aljo, but I do not like his fighting style when he yeah. when he goes down on his knees and he just waves his Bro, head. That was, and, no, like, that was weird. That was weird. Bro. I don't know what that was. That He's was just weird. mocking the fact that people can't do anything right there. Like you yeah, can't yeah, kick yeah. him. You can't. That's why he's but... in the fucking head. That's what he gets. Oh, some some one FC rules right there. He's yeah. He's asleep if he's doing that. So yeah. I don't know, man. I I respect him, but I'm not personally a huge fan. Agreed. Agreed. That. Well, let's get let's get to a guy that I am a huge fan of, Gilbert Burns, losing to Bilal Muhammad. Five round decision, Bilal dominant from the from the beginning. Um, Gilbert kind of hurt his elbow, but I mean, I don't. So like, I think shoulder. Yeah. Okay. Whatever it was, but whenever we talk about like whenever like they want to dissect fights, and so like for example, like everyone's like, "Oh, Gilbert got hurt." I don't take that into effect when he got hurt because of the other guy. Mm-hmm. He got hurt because of the, the kicks. Yeah. So that doesn't mean anything. So like, so like, no, like he got hurt because like, of the kicks. So. I mean, I think I don't know. I'm not gonna. It was it was a boring fight, but I think Bilal did what Bilal had to do. I mean, we knew that's what Bilal does, though. We knew Bilal's mm-hmm. gonna. If Bilal has to make it ugly and win. He's gonna make it ugly and win. If he has to make it boring and win, he's gonna make it boring and win. Like that's just who Bilal is, and that's what he does. But I mean, I don't want to say a great performance, but I would just say a great technical, a good, mm-hmm. a good win. Got in, got in, and got out off a, off a tough weight cut, short notice fight. It's kind of what you got to do. Get in and get out, and he did that. And He's definitely next up after Kobe and Leon. So what do you think about that one? Yeah, dude. I mean, great performance from Bilal. Obviously a bummer that Gilbert got hurt and we didn't get to see the fight play out in his true form. But like you said, it was caused by Bilal. So can't take anything away from Bilal because of it. And did you see Bilal's ankle? The stuff about that? Oh, yes. That thing was hurt, and he even said it today that it was injured a while ago, and then he re-injured it pretty bad during fight week. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like Bilal was completely healthy either. Yeah, he was throwing a lot of kicks, but he didn't shoot one takedown. And I was thinking that it might be because he didn't want to wrestle and risk rolling that ankle, you know, having to, like, try to push someone's body, you know, planting off that ankle. So, it's not like he was at 100% either. Just speaks to what dogs both of those guys are, that they were going into a five-rounder knowing that they were beat up. I think my theory about Gilbert played true a little bit, that he was feeling that wear and tear just from the weight cuts. I think it was three fights in 100 days or something yeah. like that. So, and before, that's not he even counting himself, the Hamza yeah. fight. So, yeah, he's been in there. And I think you just kind of hit a wall eventually, even if you are training. And yeah. we saw Bilal get out there. Did you see what Colby said today? About he doesn't, he has to fight again or something? but who is okay like one i don't get why kobe should be talking anything he's he got a lucky title shot and two is like you're not the title guy so why do you get you don't get to say what Bilal does and what he doesn't do yeah i don't understand that shit at all 
Yeah, people people are getting a little tired of Kobe, I think, because he used like, to. I don't know, bro. Like, I like Kobe. I like his fighting style. I like, but like, just like, like that's just that's just stupid. Like, that makes no sense, bro. Like, you're not the champion. You don't get to dictate who gets a shot and who doesn't. You're yeah. lucky you got a shot. <laughs> Facts. And when he was talking, but he would go out there and be really active and back it up. It was cool. But now he's yeah. just talking and not fighting, and it's it's getting old. I would say. Yeah, definitely. We, we want to see something from him soon. I saw one thing on Instagram that said, Bilal versus Shavkat is the fight to make. No, I was like, chill out, bro. Y'all just want, y'all just hate Bilal, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. No, but I think Bilal's for sure good. Bilal's for sure up. Um, I think Leon takes care of Kobe. So, Leon, Bilal, two, let's run it. Um, One thing that I was super impressed about, and I want to see a title shot Yan Zhaonan. Your dog of the day wins by knockout in the first round for the women's strawweight division. That's a huge knockout. I think that's the type of win that for sure warrants a title shot. You would say she gets a title shot? Yes, dude, especially in that division. When someone has that much hype, the only thing I was going to say, my only other theory is you could milk one more if Rose is ready to go. Because her and Rose, for a title shot, that's another big fight. And then the title shot's going to be a somewhat saying, big fight regardless. Saying, Wiley versus Rose? No. Uh, Yon versus Rose? Yon versus Rose for a title eliminator. Okay. Like, if you wanted to just milk one more big fight out of that division, because, yeah. I mean, you could just do Yon versus uh, Wiley right off the rip, and everyone's going to be hyped about that. But yeah. I think they're hyped I, I about have a, uh, I have a proposition here for – because I if I'm if I'm UFC, I give Yon the title shot. I have a proposition, though, for this fight. I say we do it in China – Okay, so that alone is the headliner. I think that's a, that's a headliner. Like, I don't think you need a co-main for that. Or, like, I don't think you need a, like, that's not a co-main. That's the headliner for doing it in China, right? But that can't be, like, a pay-per-view main event, right? So let's do a fight night, but let's do it for the title. And they're the main event. That would be sick. Why not? I mean, they could. You know what they could even do? What they did for the, I think it was Glover versus Jan Bakowitz. Remember, it was free here in the States, and it was a pay-per-view in Europe and those other countries because they was basically all those fighters, and it was at that time. Why not make it a pay-per-view in China? I'm sure they'll buy that thing, and it'll probably be up there with the record-breaking numbers and then have it be a free fight here. Yeah, you, no, could have the, you could have the leech be the co-main because he's been getting very unlucky lately. If his back is recovered, that would be a great treat for him—a home fight, a co-main yeah. event. So, yeah, I was super happy with my dog of the day. That was a mad impressive. I didn't expect her to look that good. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, she no, exactly. was. She was crisp and powerful too. Yeah. Speaking of people who we didn't expect to look good either. Or not expected to look good, but surprised us. Diego Lopes Diego. comes in on a week notice and goes to a three-round decision with a heavy favorite, one of the one of the next up-and-coming guys in the featherweight division. And it just I think we came away from this fight talking about like Eva Lobs, Eva Lobs not who we thought he is. Then Lopes is that guy. Dude, it's crazy Lopes, how that works. Yeah, I think it might be Lopez. I'm not sure. I heard I heard some of the announcers saying Lopes and some of the announcers saying Lopez. They don't know but, what it is. Yeah, I'm I'm down to rock with Lopes for now. When you got a haircut like that, we're not going to look into your last name. Yeah, facts. So, yeah, bro, but he had me scared because I had Evilev at the end of one of my parlays I did. It was a four-legger that hit, and he almost got Evilev out of there two or three times, maybe more than that. Yeah. And he was taking a pretty good beating at some points as well, but he just kept coming back and finding a way to almost finish the fight. I could see him being around for a long time in yeah, this for company. Sure. It's like one of those performance kind of like uh who was the dude that sugar fought on the notice and then like Chris Moutinho? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did way better than Moutinho though, because yeah, yeah, Moutinho yeah, never like, had a sugar in any trouble. Yeah. But yeah, no, but like, dude, yeah he, for sure, he for sure deserves a shot, like a a full camp, like because of the form performance, even though he lost. Mm-hmm. He's young too, I'm pretty sure. Let me see how old he is. 28 so not super young but still could have five six good years in the company and then my play of the day real bing 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 bing. charles jordan over the lowly looking cron gracie obviously we don't want to disrespect anybody that gets in the octagon but 
that's just not what the UFC wants to see. It's not what the fans want to see. Bro. It's not what the other fighter wants. Okay. Usually, like, I say shit and, like, like I, I there's a line because I, I don't disrespect these fighters. But, like, we say they can beat our ass. But, like, when I say that, I'm going to I'm gonna make a statement and I'm going to, and I truly mean it. Like, I truly mean it. Like, I would, like, I would, like, sign up for this tomorrow if I got paid. I would box Crone Gracie. Like, just box. <laughs> like, I would feel, con- like, I'm not saying I'd win. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But like, I would, I would, I would like go into the ring, like not like, I would be scared, but I wouldn't like fear for my life. Like, I think I could like hang in a boxing match with Crone Gracie. Yeah, that's a great point. I'd probably be less scared to just box Crone Gracie than I would your average amateur at a gym that trains three times a week. Bro, like, there's just nothing on the hands that scares me. Bro, that like, I don't think he, I just think those like, those like jujitsu guys are so like caught up in that shit, which I get it. It's like it's my favorite base. I love jujitsu, but it's like they think just going into this shit now, like, oh, I have jujitsu. Like, I don't think they're training like on the like on the mitts, but like I don't think they're throwing punches. I don't think they're sparring. Like, I do not think they're doing that. And I think like in the past with like with um his dad and shit, like, like no one knew what jujitsu was. So it was like really like surprising and you can get people like off mm-hmm. guard. But like now. Even your basic like MMA guy is training jujitsu two three times a week. Like yeah. even Sugar trains jujitsu every day. Like yeah. everyone's doing this every like they're, they're not obviously they're not special and shit like Crone like black belts and stuff like that. But they're training jujitsu every day and they know what it is and they like been in these positions before. So they're not surprising anybody anymore. So like yeah. you have to you have to strike like but that's it that shit's dead bro that shit's played out. They have to at least be able to respect your striking to the point where you could get to a good position for a submission. But yeah, Gracie was just doing the old-fashioned pulling guard like they would do at UFC one when the guys wouldn't know what's going on. Yeah. It's like, come on, dude, this is another era. I can I can confidently say that I have never felt that safe for one of my bets during a UFC fight. Hey, we got Chaka Chaka Toast in the house. Chaka, my guy, gotta get you all on the show again. He said, "I trained BJJ." <laughs> I bet you're yeah, a dog. See, I don't think I don't think Royce is Royce ain't submitting Chaka. Or Crone ain't submitting Chaka. Royce, Royce, Royce could, uh, not Crone. Yeah. Shit, I don't know. Crone probably could too. That dude's a disgusting BJJ guy. Nah, bro, but, but I just like like bro, like it's just that shit doesn't like I don't know. And then and then it just throws more because like he was like weird and shit all week. Like, I don't fuck with that shit, bro. Like I don't know. <laughs> those dudes just think those dudes just think they're like they're like all that shit, bro. Like I want to see. Can we get Crone Gracie versus uh versus Ryan Hall though? <laughs> oh, geez, that would be a that would be a fan favorite. Chaka just take Toast the off and just let him grapple. <laughs> Chaka Toast said that motherfucker was scooting around the cage like Mikey Musechi. That is facts. I'd say Mikey probably has a better striking game than Crone. Yeah, facts. <laughs> But my underdog, so, the next fight here. Oh, underdog of the day. We went two and zero on underdog on underdog dogs of the day. Matt Fravola, right? Like I said, I was like, they're both gonna stand in there and throw blows. They're gonna stay in the pocket. They're gonna be in the phone booth. Give me the plus money on Matt Fravola. Yeah. Lock in. Dang, dude, that was a banger of a fight. Just like we thought it. Just like we thought it would be. Hey, and Barry, I don't know if you placed that parlay or not. The first round finish for that fight yeah, and the Parker Porter fight, but that one would have hit if you did. Real good scout on that. Thank you. So, yeah, dude, Frivola, does he deserve a number next to his name in the lightweight division now? Yeah, for sure. I think three straight knockouts. I think that's his third straight knockout. He for sure does. Yeah, and they've and all been a guy like Drew Dober. Like that's that's a big win to finish a guy like Drew Dober. Three straight first. knockout, three straight knockout wins for Matt Favola. First, all in, the, all in the first round. Yeah, that's the first time that um, or not the first, but one of the few that Dober's chin has been cracked. The Giga chin, as people say. 
Yeah. Sad sight for Drew Dober fans, including myself. But I mean, I was happy for Dimes' dog of the day, obviously. So I didn't stay down for too long. I didn't have any money. Or actually, I had that one in a parlay for it to go um, under the first round. Let's get a. Let's get. Um, he said it was this motherfucker puking on the bathroom that left early in San Diego. Um, yeah, for the new fans, it is chocolate toast out here exposing me. I just got to own that one. Forever. That was for sure him. That was for sure him. Yeah, we were at the Cruz Cheeto event, and I was a little hungover from the night before. I didn't know the I didn't know the card started at eleven. I thought it started at three or four or something. So I thought I would have the whole afternoon to recover, but that was not the case. We met Chaka and Steve Nonek outside of Chick Fil A. That was my one chance to recover, and it did not happen. <laughs> you're the last person to see him alive for real. Like after that, he was like after that he was dead. <laughs> I was sitting on the grass waiting for my Uber, and then my head was just hanging out the side of the Uber the whole way home. I was like, I'm not going to throw up. I already got it all out. And the girl was just driving as fast as she could, man. Oh, you got it. You live and you learn, right? First UFC oh, event, only UFC event for me. Didn't even get to watch it. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's just hilarious. That one, how you want. No, but, all right, hold on. Back on track, back on track, back on track. <laughs> Can I get – Matt Frivola versus Money Moicano. Oh, I like that. Did they did they find Saryuki in another opponent, or do you think they'll try and um they'll try and rebook that? I mean, I think they for sure try and rebook it, but I don't know. I want to see that shit. Yeah, bro. Money Moicano. We got Josh. We got, we got Josh Emmett versus uh Josh Emmett versus Taporia booked. Oh, let's go. That's for uh, is it like? June 16th, I think it says. Uh, Pretty soon. Oh, yeah. Also, a little MMA news that we forgot to bring up in the last pod because I don't think either of us were, you know, too concerned about it. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amanda Nunez and Juliana Pena 3 is off as of now. There's a new opponent that goes by the name of Irene Aldana. She's ranked number five in the division. I'm not even sure if it's a rematch or not. Bro, I, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I'm not gonna say I like this fight more, but I, I'd be scared. I'm not. I mean, I, she shouldn't be scared, but Amanda's got to be cautious, bro. Aldana's big. It's a tough matchup. I like it. You like it more than she, Pena? I don't think she rolls over. I don't think she rolls over her. They haven't fought yet. I don't fucking know. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a hey, cat. One thing that I do want to say, and I don't want to get off track, but like, can we stop calling Amanda Nunez a double champ? That 145 belt, that shit doesn't exist, bro. <laughs> Thank like, you. I, I hate when she comes. I, oh shit! I hate when she comes up here with two belts. Like that shit's not real, bro. It hasn't been real since. since like at what, some point like you cyborg? just vacate it. Like yeah, like I don't yeah. like that shit at all, bro. Yeah, just take it off the. I don't even know if it's in the UFC app anymore. No, it's literally if you go to the like UFC app and you go to like the featherweight women's, it's literally just her. There's no rankings or nothing. <laughs> That's so stupid, man. It's just yeah, it to no sell tickets. To just to put something next to the name. But, yeah, man, so let's see. Where are we at? We're at Kennedy, our guy, Big Kennedy. That's what I'll call him. He won a great fight versus Devin Clark. That was a banger as well, dude. There was a few that could have been fight of the night on this card. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think the last two might have been the two least entertaining fights, honestly. Yeah. Besides uh, Charles Jordan and bro, why was it so? I feel like it was so late too. It's because uh, the two five rounders. But I feel like it's never been that late. That shit was. I was falling asleep in that bitch. Yeah, dude. Imagine how they felt on the East Coast. Three hours yeah, later, like in the morning there. Yeah, that's probably why the fans weren't like super rowdy by the end of it either, because they sounded like they were louder in the prelims. Yeah, that's probably when it was like prime time. They were probably all tired and shit. But yeah, yeah Kennedy, part of your parlay, right? Yeah, parlay. Parlay was cooked though. Jan killed the parlay. Everything else hit on the parlay. 
Mm, big yawn. Three out of four hit on the parlay. Trash. Usually how it goes, though. Yep, that's that's how they build those towers in Vegas, huh? Parlays? They don't build, they don't build them off straight bets. They build them off parlays. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, Kennedy, he's moving up in that 205 division. I think that is three, yeah, three wins in a row for him. All finishes as well. So, yeah, let's get him a ranking. He's huge, too. 6'5". Yeah, no, that's why I like him, bro. Like, every time I see, like, I do, like, the film and, like, watch him, like, fight and, like, see, like, like evaluate the fight, I just always, like, gravitate towards that because I'm like, bro, he's 6'5". Like, he's fucking longer than all these dudes. Like, he's got to, like, so I think, like, I'll never, I'll always have to bet on him just because I like the matchups that he's always yeah. going to have. He's not wiry at all. He's built as well. Yeah, no, he's good. Dude. And then Parker Porter, Braxton Smith, that one was a wild one. Ended in the first. Braxton just ran out of energy after about 45 seconds. And, yeah, ended in the first. Like I said, hope you all did that parlay. Hey, they said uh, they said Ikram Askolarov, whatever his fucking name is, they said uh, they said he dogs Bo Nickel. Really? Yeah. I guess he is one of those combat sambo guys, so he's like not going to be no slouch on the ground. What do you think? I got to see more from Bo Nickel. I got to see a good – I got to see a – they keep giving him favorable matchups. That's what I'm saying, which is smart, but um, – yeah. Is, is, is him versus Treshawn Gore is officially booked? Yeah, international no. fight week. That's we'll be there. Bad. It's a bad matchup. Horrible matchup for Gore. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. But yeah, I think after that, let's do Ekrom and Bo Nickel shit. At some point, he's got to get like it's not like he's like Raul Rojas where we got to like slow play him, you know? Like he's not young. He's got to start getting in the top fifteen. Yeah. He's trying to get there. I keep forgetting that that he's like he's already what 27, 28. Yeah. Same age as Shug. Yeah, and we kind of skipped around, but who do you like for Henry if he doesn't retire? If he doesn't retire, so. I don't think he has, like, okay, so he doesn't get an immediate, like, title shot. Um, and then, so, so then you look at, okay, title eliminator, cool. But then that means he has to fight two more times, right? I don't think he fights two more times. I think he fights one more fight. And so he's in a tough spot, okay? He doesn't get a title shot, and he, he, he probably wants one more fight. Um, so then I look around, and I look at, like, guys who are in similar tough spots okay by the way not to, i don't want to get off too off track volk dominates henry but um, oh, yeah. so i look at the 35 i look at the 45 division i don't think henry goes down to 25 um that'd be my dream probably him versus him versus moreno at 25 i think i think henry can come back right now and get a shot at 25 i think but i don't think he wants to go to 25 so i think we look at 45 and you look at guys in tough spots and I say you do Henry Cejudo versus Max Holloway. I think Max dogs. and But I guess we got to see it. I think Brandon Moreno did tweet that yeah, he, he would want to want to move up and fight Henry. No belts or anything like that. Just a fight. So that's mine for Henry. I would love to see Moreno versus Henry at 35. Or shit, Figgy. Can I uh, I got to stop giving Figgy fights. Fuck. Fuck Figgy. Yeah, we got to see him say something. <laughs> Stop giving Figgy fights at 35. I've been trying to match make for Figgy at 35 for two months. He's out here trying to fight Manel Cape still, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm but I think that's, Figgy. I mean, I think, I think if you're Henry, you just look at him try to just find a big fight. I think that's. Yeah. Some were saying a Dominic Cruz rematch as well. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. Big like money fight for both of them. That could definitely be a pay-per-view co-main, I would say. Yeah, for sure. Um, and for Aljamain Sugar, obviously he's next. Going to be the biggest payday of Aljo's life. I'm willing to bet on that. And Bilal, we got Leon next for him. I think Gilbert should probably take 
a year off. A pretty yeah, damn near a year. He's fought as many times as you have to in a year, yeah. so he's already made that money. I don't think uh like I just think like I'm not gonna make a match for him because I think by the time he comes back it's gonna be all different. So like by the time I would want him to come back, it's gonna be all different. Mm-hmm. So the one take, I had I'm off you deserve it, Gilbert. One I had where it could they could both take a long break, even though this guy already has kind of been, is Jeff Neal versus Gilbert Burns. Yeah. Because Neal went through an absolute war in his last fight. So, yeah. Yeah, maybe that one, maybe later in the year, early next year. But I wouldn't expect to see Gilbert back for a while, but who knows with that dude, honestly. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Let's get into the card this weekend. Rosenstrike versus Jaiten Almeida. Jonathan Almeida coming in at minus 550, Rosenstrike plus 400. Um, big, big spot here for Almeida. Um, kind of like this is the win that puts him in the talks for the title, the talks for the top five. So um, what do you like here? Do you think Almeida can pull it off? And you think we we're talking about him on Monday as the next guy in the heavyweight division? Uh, probably not, if I'm being honest. I don't know. I'm not – I'm honestly not like – insanely pumped for this fight i'm pumped for the card in general because it's pretty stacked card and whenever they're on abc they're always a banger but i think biggie boy will still be able to get it done yeah i'm betting actually rosenstrike plus 400 bro i don't i think 400 bro yes plus 400 almeida's plus 550 i don't i don't like that line at all give me rosenstrike all day for that for that for that price seriously man yeah rosenstrike he has that Big time experience. I guess Almeida has more wins, but yeah, I don't know. I like your that right I think... here. Your your guys up, Anthony Lionheart, your <laughs> future champion. The yes, sir. The light heavyweight division. You think he pulls it off versus Johnny Walker? Fights a pick him here. I like Smith. I think his experience will show through. It's a three rounder, so he's gonna have his foot on the gas from the beginning. If I had to guess, yeah. And I think Smith by decision, probably. If I had to guess, I like, that. I like Smith too. This last one I'm interested in here, D-Rod versus Ian Gary. D-Rod's been super active, by the way. Shouts out shouts to D-Rod. Mm-hmm. Um, crazy, this fight's like the third fight. This is a really good fight. Um, Ian Gary minus 280, Rodriguez plus 230. Who do you like here and why? I am excited for this one because we finally get to see Gary against another very solid striker. Yeah. D-Rod is no slouch on the feet at all. He's been around for a while. He's been in there with very good dudes. So... This is going to show us how good Ian really is, but I think I'm rocking with Ian. He's looked Yeah. He hasn't looked like a world he beater. Showed, he showed he showed his last fight he kind of showed like all right, he's like human. Mhm. Cuz like his last his first like two fight, three fights in the UFC were like damn, like this dude is rolling over everybody. But his last fight when he got dropped, I think um Rasan Kanan, like that was like I was like, damn. But then he came back in battle and he ended up getting the win. So yeah. But yeah, like his first three fights before that, he didn't really take any damage. He got anything he wanted, picked everyone apart. So I'm excited. Like you said, I'm excited to see him versus someone who's gonna bring the fight to him as well and kind of have that same mentality he is. So I, this this is a great test for him and I and I love this fight a lot. So um I don't I don't know. As far as who I'd pick, I think Ian Gary wins, but I'm not confident for that price. Yeah. What is it again? Mine is minus two thirty yeah you don't like to lay that down no not at all and then we also got one of your ckb guys fighting on the prelims they tucked him down there carlos uberg coming off of a he's coming off of a knockout win right yeah yeah most of his fights have been knockout wins besides his one against kennedy which was almost a knockout win but then he just ran out of gas and kennedy showed what a dog he is I like, yeah, I like Carlos. That might be, might be one of my plays of the day, or maybe well, my play of the play day. The day he's plus three ninety. Play the oh, he's plus Carlos is plus three ninety. Yeah, come on, bro. CKB, you know how we rock down there. Dang, you know how we rock down there. So dog of the day? No, he's minus three ninety. Oh, I said plus. I was tripping. No, no, he's minus 390, so that's not your play of the day. We're not laying All out. right, yeah, I don't have the odds up right now. Dude, my yeah. printer's broken, so I didn't get to get my paperwork out in front of me today. But yeah, Super excited for this card, though, for real. Charlotte, shout out to MJ. You think MJ will be in the building? No. Nah. Shout out to MJ. Let me get the logo on the back. Shout out to MJ. Yes, sir. Maybe Mellow Dip actually won't be at all. I was Hell thinking no. That. He's in L.A. right now being a yeah, wild boy. Yeah, yeah. 
as LeVar would say. And then also this weekend, we had the uh, 1FC first card in North America. Pretty sick yeah. variety. That girl, her name is, oh, I should know the full name, but Stamp is her last name. And she had a nasty body kick to finish off her fight. Did a cool little dance after. And then we had Mikey Darth Ravioli or something like that is his nickname, Musumechi, with a dominating win. He was wrenching on that guy's knee. Did you see when the guy tried to oil check him? Yeah. I was like, bro, those grapplers are wild, dude. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. And I, like, then, I like, bro, I love like the like variety in the in the promotion. Like, me you too. Go from grappling to Muay Thai to kickboxing to MMA. Like, I like that. I like that a lot. Like, I'm down to watch one grappling match, one 10 minute. I'm not trying to watch yeah, a whole yeah, part of it. Yeah, let's just throw Hall and Cron Gracie on there. It's fine. Bags. Get them on the UFC, Uriah favored A1 grappling or. Yeah, definitely. Something like that. Um, and then we had Rod Tang, your guy. Eat Bro, I was going to ask you, too, like, is he ever coming to the MMA or UFC? I don't think. After after that one MMA round. He's only like 25. Out, huh? He's only like 25. That's true, dude. He's I mean, young. He, he'd have to start training that takedown. Bro, his kicks and his hands are disgusting. Yeah. We saw though how DJ obviously DJ is one of the goats, but he made Rod Tang. Yeah, bro, look that, like that's nobody his first MMA fight. He fought DJ. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's had. I'm sure he's had some MMA rounds and fights and stuff like that. But he looked like a deer in headlights in the grappling department. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, he's only 25 though. I think he makes a good amount of money in one doing this though. So yeah, how many how many wins does he have? Like 200 something. Yeah, a crazy amount. He can fight all the time in the, doing this, though. Facts. Yeah, they'd be doing those tournaments and stuff like that, like yeah. 10, 20 fights a week probably. And then did Brian Battle get taken no, off of this? Huh? He's on there. Oh, yeah, down at – dang, dude. He is not getting that card placement anymore. But we got Brian Battle, tough alum. Three's three from, by the way. Hmm? He's from there. He's from Charlotte? I think like he's from North Carolina area. Hey, so crowd will get the crowd in there early. That's why yeah. he's down there on the early prelims. Yeah. But, yeah, shouts Brian Battle. I'll be tuning in for the tough alum. Does, uh, does Demetrius Johnson ever come back to the UFC or no? Nah, too old. And he's already making good money. I think he likes what he's doing in 1FC. He's happy with the management over there. He's the guy he, there, too. Yep, the complete opposite of how his relationship was with the UFC. I think he has a lot of say in what he can do over there too, yeah. which you don't in the I just, UFC. I just hate that like the bantamweight and like flyweight divisions weren't like they are now back then. Facts, dude. Mighty like Mouse, like, he would have no issue selling pay-per-views in today's day and yeah. age because there's so many more fans that would be down to watch him fight all the time yeah. no matter who he's fighting now. Yeah, for sure. With how much the sports has grown in general. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so, we're also going to be introducing a new little segment. We're still working out the kinks on it. What you, what you got for me? I'm excited for this. to see. What, I'm, I'm excited to see what you got for me, for real. So, what are we calling this segment? The. Go ahead. I'm going to call it, just, I don't know, just what the fuck of the week, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> We'll try and think of a better name if anyone has one. Drop it down in the recommendations. But we're basically just going to find something in the huge world of the fight game that's just a little out there, just some sort of weird promotion or some weird fight, like some Russians fighting in a car, choking each other out at press conferences. Some some smaller people fighting. So for this week's what-the-fuck moment of the week, we have this video from XMMA. And now, guys, we have special guests. Yo, listen to me. Hasbula. You motherfucker. You wanna, you wanna beat a fucking cat? Hasbula. I'll, ma- I'll make you my little bitch. I'm officially, officially challenging Hasbula to a fight. Again, I'll make you my little bitch. 
Wow. And from Hasher with a wow. point to prove. And, and now, guys, we have special guests. Bro. Okay. <laughs> Bro, you can <laughs> Hey, I've been trying to get Hasbulla. Bro, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I fuck with Hasbulla. I fuck with Hasbulla. But, bro, like, you got the UFC deal. You got the UFC money. Dude's going to try to fight. Like, Hasbulla's ducking smoke. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Once he steps in the octagon, all the hype's going to go away. Oh, yes. Bro, a lot of these dudes want smoke with Hasbulla, bro. And they're and he's ducking the smoke, bro. They're like, <laughs> hey, I, I picture it like, I picture it like, uh, like Nate Diaz. I'm gonna fight your fucking ass, <laughs> bro. You, can't, I'm telling you, they're probably like, bro, this dude got UFC, this dude got UFC deals. Like, hell no, like, let's run it in the cage. <laughs> that should be my UFC deal. because all he wants to do is pull out guns and knives, bro. He's not with the smoke. In fact, he's not a true martial artist. He's he just tries to smoke, act like bro. it. I'm oh. telling you, Hasbulla is ducking mm -hmm. a lot of smoke. You gotta start seeing these dudes, bro. You can't just run around with all these UFC dudes with Dana White, all this UFC money, and not expect him to. You gotta yeah. get in the cage. <laughs> you can't just there's act no like one way, of them. You gotta... There's no way none of that shit ever gets sanctioned. Bro, XMMA, they were promoting it on their IG, but who knows with that promotion? They'll call they'll schedule an event and then just call it off like the week of. So I don't know if we want to trust those guys. Whoa. But... <laughs> Bro, that shit's hilarious. Oh yeah, God. I want to find that guy's name, but he is a Funny looking guy, I must say. <laughs> we gotta get the tail of the tape for that one too. We gotta find out the height and weight. Yeah, that guy's definitely a little bit taller than Husbula. He's got some length on him for sure. Where is his name? Let's Bro, that, see. Yeah, that shit. That was a good one though to start it off. Though. That Thank you. Yeah, and if you guys have any submissions for a what the fuck of the week, just send them into our Instagram. And we will happily pick through. Maybe if there's a couple good ones, we will play multiple in a week because it is pretty funny. All right. So his name, I guess his name is just Hash on Instagram. Shout he only has 6,000 followers right now, but I could get Hash him. on. Let's get Hash on the pod. DM him. Yeah, I might. Dude, that let's is get a good Hash idea. on the pod. Y'all might be seeing an episode with Hash. And let's get Hash. I've got to say, I am 100% with Hash when. He called out Hasbula for beating the cat because that video is not a good vid video at all. Anyone that abuses animals is a piece of shit. So, oh shit, we're yeah. seeing PSA announcements now. Go ahead. I don't know. I'm just speaking my mind. It's a podcast. <laughs> no, Go ahead. But, just get, this, get that shit off your chest. Yeah, I don't know. I'd kind of like to see Hasbula get flatlined at this point. So, yeah, Zion Clark, if you're still out there looking for a fight, I know, dude, he would literally murder Hasbula. Don't get me started. It would not be close. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Yeah, so shout out Hash. Hopefully we can get him on the pod. That would be an easy. Yeah, get Hash on outside the case. Start the hashtag. And then I've got to bring it up. Last time we were on here, I asked, I said, hey, what's the Golden State Lakers series going to be like? I was waiting. I was waiting. I was waiting. I was waiting for the show to wrap up so we can talk about it. Like, go ahead. I'm ready. Yeah. Now 45 minutes in, this is usually about the time we start talking some hoops. So. It was fine. Yeah. I mean, you know, game of adjustments. We're going to adjust. We're going to adjust tonight. We adjusted after game one. Chess match. Whoever has the most chess pieces. I like. I still like my guy to make the most adjustments. Shout out to Darvin Ham, though. He's made some good adjustments. I didn't think he was going to be this good, but we'll see tonight. I think tonight's a big one. I think whoever wins tonight wins the series. Yeah, because 2-2 two -two going back home, that's a great spot to be Bold in. Statement. I think whoever State. wins tonight. I think whoever wins tonight wins the series. So I'm definitely going to be locked in right now. I'm honestly just about to lock in. Stop it! I'm I'm very confident. I'm very confident. I I don't get rattled because I've been here before. I've been here before. These dudes like they, they they haven't been in these big playoff games in quite some time. Their last big playoff games were in the bubble. So like just like when we were down two zero, we were down two zero to sack. It's like bro, I'm not worried. We've been here before. We have we have champions. We got winners. We got championship pedigree. So I ain't worried. We're gonna even it up tonight. Two two going back to the bay. We're fine. That's facts. They are starting Gary Payton. Hey, hey. They yeah. laughed at us too when they said we were starting to Michael Green. What happened in game two? Everyone was laughing when we were starting to Michael Green. You didn't have a choice. Cool. It's because Looney had the flu. Shout out to GP. It was Flooney. We're good. We're good. I'll see you all next I think, week. We'll be, here. we'll be here. We'll be here. I think all it really depends on is how Anthony Davis plays. Depends if, if him or his twin brother shows up. Bro, what did I just seen someone say? Oh, 
they said Anthony is like alternate alternate days. <laughs> like he's <laughs> that's what AD stands for. Yeah, <laughs> it don't make sense, dude. Yeah, it really no. does not make any sense at all. You know what I find myself thinking, and I'm not very knowledgeable in the basketball world, but I just keep thinking if the Lakers had Ingram, Randall, and somehow a healthy Lonzo you right can't now. Can't say that because you got because you got one ring out of it. Like I tell people all the time, like a lot of teams would do anything for one ring. Like I don't think Toronto looks back at the Kawhi shit and like regrets it. That's different though, bro. That that ring didn't even feel like the it's ring. It's a ring though, bro. You guys got a ring out of it. Like it doesn't matter. Like you do no anything home to get, games, you do anything no to get one ring. No parade, no home games. Still got no a ring. Nothing. Though. No fans in the crowd. Bro, the the saddest video might be the one where the Lakers are celebrating on the court after they won the championship and all you hear is like the shoes squeaking. Yeah, that shit had to be weird. It could not have felt like you're going to play a finals game. Imagine yeah. for LeBron. He's been to so many finals. He knows he knows what that's like. And then he goes out there and it's just an empty gym with Facts. some babies in the crowd. You got Russell Westbrook talking shit to the babies. <laughs> that was the best part of the bubble. He's staring them down. Yeah, the bubble was fucking funny. I gotta go. I gotta go lock in, man. I gotta go watch this. I gotta go lock in on this game. I gotta go get my spot. Gotta. I'm, I'm locked in tonight for real. So you you're wing it? you're in trouble because I'm locked in tonight from from start to finish. All right, you better make some calls to the Warriors bench because we'll be all right. Need to have some answers. We'll be all right. All right then, everybody. That's it for episode 41 of Outside the Cage. It's crazy. Dirk. 41 episodes. We forgot about 40 last week, but it's a pretty big milestone. Shout out Dirk. Yeah, according to shout outs, Derek. Hell yeah. According to sources, only about six point two percent of podcasts make it to forty-one episodes. So I like our odds. We're elite. All right, till next week. Doses. Picture yourself wrapped in its softness. Whether you're enjoying a captivating TV show, gathered around a crackling campfire, or cheering for your favorite football team. Minky understands your fall cravings. Our blankets are tailor-made for those heartwarming autumn vibes. With a variety of colors, they're perfect for complementing the hues of fall, as well as showing off your team pride with their vibrant team colors. And the best part? We've got sizes for the whole family, ensuring that everyone can experience the joy of cozying up in Minky's embrace. This fall, let Minky be your companion in creating unforgettable moments. Wrap yourself in comfort, share love, and relish the essence of the season. Minky Blankets, where warmth meets love in every color for every moment. Fall into one of our Minky Couture stores or visit us online at minkycouture.com.